Hello and welcome to Anomaly Presents, the podcast that talks about movies because we love movies. It's the uh, official podcast of the Anomaly Film Festival. My name is Matt Knotts and uh, tonight we're going to talk about a genre that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, we're talking kung fu movies, specifically the, I guess, the, the king of all kung fu movies. It's the, the 36th chamber of Shaolin, the Lao Kar Lung masterpiece. Um, so we've got kind of our, our usual podcasty buddies here. Uh, we'll go around the room if you want to introduce yourselves. To my left, it's... Hey, it, I'm, I'm Megan Murphy, and I love watching films where people kick other people's asses. <laughs> uh, I'm Adam Lubito, and I think this is actually my first Shaw Brothers movie, I am ashamed to admit. And then this is Kristen Pacheco, and I too like watching people beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> it's soothing. There's something just uh, about it. Chef's <laughs> kiss. So we've come to the right place. It's it's uh, the the Shaw Brothers masterpiece. Adam kind of said, uh, kind of alluded to that, and and we can kind of start there. Uh, how much background do we all have on Shaw Brothers? Um, I have a smattering. Right. Uh, I was saying that deep dive. I'm very much a oh that looks fun to watch. That looks fun to watch. But I haven't done the research to connect them. I'm just like, oh, fist to the head. That's great. Oh, wow. Feet to the head. Even better. So the, the cool thing about Shaw Brothers is that they kind of took the Hollywood model from like the 20s and 30s and, and used that as how they created their studio. They so just pumped stuff out. 40 movies a year in their heyday. Nice. And they had kind of a, a crew of people that would do it. It was, um, you know, Lau Kar Long and, and Gordon Liu, who we're going to talk about tonight, and Alexander Fushang. And, but before that, they had Japanese directors come in and do spy movies. They had uh, essentially film versions of Peking operas. Like, they, they were the, the place to go. Um, now, um, one of the cool things about Shaw Brothers movies is, is that opening slide. Oh, my God. It lets you know you're in for it. Is it that, that beautifully designed? Like, there's like this, like, arc, like, like, Shaw scope. And then it's, like, coming out, and, like, there's a light from behind. And it's, like, this gorgeous, almost, like, prism. Like, you're about to watch something so awesome. And I'm like, yes, I am. Buckle in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in I'm ready. Oh, it's magical, right? It's a mark of quality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wild thing is, Shaw scope is a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I kind of thought it might have been a little bit of bullshit. Like, like you know, uh, showmanship. It, it was and it wasn't because like it, they were one of the last studios to kind of come to anamorphic widescreen. So they took the best of everybody that did it before and did like took like the Japanese style and what we were doing in L.A. and made Shaw scope. So they made these giant. These giant widescreen masterpieces where every inch of the, the screen is used. And it's just fascinating to watch. Um, so what do you think? Should we jump into the movie or do you want some, some background on on the players here? Uh, I say let's we'll jump in and then we'll like yeah, fill we can, in. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can go. mix that in. Yeah, yeah. So pop up video. Yes, let's do it that <laughs> but way. But just with audio. <laughs> yes. Pop up audio. Here we go. So. We're talking about the uh, 36th Chamber of Shaolin. What everybody think? Well, this is, I don't know, I've seen it several times. Um, <clears throat> I've seen it several times. It's one of those movies that, like, once you've seen it, there's something almost comforting about it. Like, it's got a certain rhythm to it. You're like, yeah, I could throw that on in the background and just listen to, like, like for hours. It's great. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, there's a reason it's the kind of grandfather of a certain kind of film. 
I feel like you haven't really seen a training montage that is also an entire film done like this before. I, I don't know quite the history, but like definitely not done like this after. You see a lot of no. uh, other films absolutely inspired by it. Like you can see inspiration everywhere. There's a reason why this almost seems familiar even the first time I saw this film. And it's just because it is so soaked into pop culture. For me, it was like so much like playing a video game watching it because this was the first time I might have watched it when I was younger, but like this is fresh brain. So uh, like literally the first chamber 35 or 34 where he's doing running over the logs. I'm like, Crash Bandicoot, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I, I thought you came up with it. Oh. I was just having flashbacks of just falling and falling and falling and falling. I'm like, I've been here before. <laughs> I could be a Shaolin monk. I got this. Yeah, I say this is my first time watching it, um, and it was awesome. But we had a little bit of discussion before we started about whether each of us watched the the subbed or dubbed version of the movie. And I wanted the subtitled version, and I could not find it because I apparently am not smart enough for Netflix. <laughs> no, no, Netflix so, outsmarted, hoodwinked. Yeah. I don't know. Dubbed always takes me a while to get into it because it's so it's a little off putting for me for a while. So they took I had to get over that barrier as I watched. Yeah. But I think it's a testament to the movie that it did overcome <laughs> that barrier. And that's the thing. I, I think that kung fu movies kind of get that bum rap because most people have seen them in that dubbed form. So we yeah. always see like the parodies where, you know, the the mouth stops moving, but but the dialogue goes on for another 20 minutes afterward and all that yeah. stuff. The, the Kung Pao enter the fist kind of stuff. But um, yeah, there, there's something to be said for it kind of overcoming that. Now, something I found out about Shaw Brothers, because I'm sorry, I, I'm a nerd and I deep dived all the Shaw Brothers stuff. You do stuff. not have to apologize they, for being um, a nerd. Tell us the facts. Podcast. Tell us the facts. Yeah. <laughs> Fill us with all the info. Give us the goods. <laughs> they didn't record any sound live. Like none of the dialogue is done live. So even the, mm. the native language is all dubbed in. So they could get the camera angles they wanted without miking it. Italian style. Yeah. yeah. See, we're there, smart here. There was a part where I was like, I will admit that while watching it, I'm like, does this line up? Even, and I watched it subbed. So I think they do a pretty good job, but I think yeah. there were definitely some points where I was like, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was the thing they stole from the, not really stole, but kind of borrowed from from the Japanese directors that came and worked for Shaw Brothers. They were like, well, we can't get these low angle shots because we'll have the mics in the way. So how about we just mic this stuff or how about we just do the dub afterward? Yeah, if I understand, that's also just like it's just cheaper and quicker to work that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can respect the hell out. Why are we? Why are we recording sound? Yeah. God, why do we? Who talked us into that? Plebeians. Yeah, just do it afterwards. <laughs> do it after. If searching the Leone is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> right. right. So I, I got to be honest. I have a soft spot um, for the dubs because there's just something charming about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Depending on the level of like how into it the actor was, which can really like vary widely about who's trying and who's not. There is something kind of adorable about it. Like it doesn't quite line up. And yet I'm like, no, look at this. He's like, he's like, hey, I'm kind of like some like like New Jersey guy. I was going to say, there's <laughs> always <laughs> four guys from Brooklyn for reasons I can't figure yeah. out. I think sometimes what's hard when you're watching something that's dubbed and I watch everything with subtitles, even if it's in English, oh, is that the translation, like the English that they're speaking is not what is being read at the bottom because that's not what was translated. So what is the truth? No, <laughs> that is my question. We don't need truth when people are getting punched in the face. That's the beauty of a Kung Fu movie. What's truth? 
My fist in your face. Your three nunchuck. Oh my god. The triple nunchuck. Oh my uh, god. The triple nunchuck it's is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Sidebar. So Shaw Brothers Studio, you were saying that you haven't, you didn't think you've seen one of the films that I they produced. So. Call you they up. have done Blade Runner. Well, no, just for myself, I've looked. They did, oh, they yeah. produced Blade Runner uh, and they produced Kill Bill Volume 1. I can go through the, the rest of the list, but if you've seen... Well, then I stand corrected. This no. is why. Just, well, no, Third just more like her background, because it's stuff where you might not even realize <laughs> no. it, that and, they produced. And that's a thing. So, like, as the kind of boom in kung fu movies died off, they started to do, like, some early, like, uh, horror flicks and things like that, and then Run Run Shaw, the, the youngest Shaw brother, decided to kind of split his investment so he had a, a tv channel that he was running and also started to invest in american films and one of the first ones he did was blade runner so it, it's kind of cool to see how it evolved and then eventually kind of stopped and then restarted 30 years later yeah because um, it looks like the f- the first film that they produced was like in 1951 and they had, on wikipedia at least they got covered all the way to 2011 so nice some serious history in those books yeah. salute yeah, the the they had was it called Movie Town? I think it was the the Shaw Brothers Studio. Uh, yeah, I believe that's what I I write. I, mean, I was not there. Yeah, but you know, no. <laughs> how can't cool cool prove it? Be it. There? If we see you in a photo, <laughs> damn it, I'm not it a vampire. Shut up. <laughs> you and Chang Che just hanging uh, out. Yeah, but like you know, like jumping vampire style, yeah. like you know, seven golden vampires, right. Yeah, um, I brought I brought in like the hammer uh, collaboration because that's that's where I come in. That's a good one, like, yeah. and that's the fun thing. Like, as not to get too far afield, but let, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, um, <laughs> this as, is our podcast, right? Who cares? So as Shaw Brothers went on, they just started collaborating yeah. with anybody, you know. So in the mid seventies, yeah, they brought in the hammer hammer folks and did like oh. a, a a British collaboration and did like crazy ass kung fu vampire movie i love it like 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 just combine that like you didn't think you needed it like that was a like it was a peanut butter cup that we didn't know we needed yeah until like oh my god how how did i live without this there's a proto toxic avenger where like oh my god wait what yeah stop the podcast right now no 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 i gotta watch this now is it goo does it involve goo yeah so the 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 hero becomes the the monster when he dips himself in a barrel of oil and then becomes like tar man brains yep yeah that's what that's how it happens yeah so it's it's wild the amount of stuff so if you look at celestial pictures owns all the the shaw brothers stuff now Uh, and if you look it's every single genre you can think of from drama romance action kung fu comedy (sighs) and everything in between and some movies do all of them in one yeah well you put you try to jam everything you can until it busts at the seams and then you keep going yeah yeah, and, and that was kind of what Lau Kar Lung was doing. Like, he did the first comedy martial arts movie a couple of years before this, and then did Dirty Ho, which we'll do on another episode oh, at absolutely. some point. I'm it's, ready. It's so good, because we haven't even brought up Gordon Liu yet, and Gordon Liu is, I, I think, one of my favorite oh, actors on the face of the planet. His presence. Like, you just, like, you just, like, want to watch whatever this guy is doing. You're like, I don't, whatever's happening, I'm following him. That's yeah. So I I was reading a bunch of articles and they were like, well, what John Wayne was to John Ford, huh. Gordon Liu is to Lau Kar Lung. And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I like that. So and if you're wondering who Gordon Liu is, if you've seen Kill Bill, volume one, he's Johnny Moe, the guy that runs the crazy 88s. And volume two, he's Pai Mei. 
Yeah. Which I believe Tarantino originally was going to play, and I'm like, thank you for making that thank decision. God. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, we didn't just, need that. It would have been rough. I'm like, I don't, don't, no, <laughs> please, no. no. So thank you if you're listening, Tarantino. Yes. For listening to whoever told you, hey, buddy, maybe not this. I, I love you, but thank you for not not bringing your your oh. your coked out lab rat energy oh. to. Oh, would have been so. I, I don't, okay, I, I feel like I'm, I'm thinking down what it would look like and how it would have gone. I and I'm feeling real bad and uncomfortable. <laughs> he was supposed to play Pi May. Yeah, what I read the yellow it, face. It, yeah. I just yeah, my no. body, my pal. Yeah, a I, big N O. I I know you love Shaw Brothers. Like I can tell. Like I know where it's coming from. Right. Like yeah. it's like I love, but I'm like you don't have to insert yourself into this part. Stay behind the camera. It's cool, buddy. You already have a white woman killing 88 crazy patients, <laughs> okay? We don't need that. <laughs> we don't. Don't kill us twice. <laughs> You're on thin ice already. <laughs> Listen, the bride versus go-go was one oh. an iconic. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was really great. Oh, God. Oh, we're going to start talking about that. Go, go, gone too soon. Oh, gone too soon. You know what, though? In, in the whole, like, best villain, like, like uh, there's, there, I think of, like, sometimes, like, the Darth Maul thing, where sometimes, like, there's, like, they're too good and pure for the world. Like, they're too good and evil. We weren't ready for them. We were, yeah, you're right. You know what, world? You're not ready for go-go. So just go, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Out. You're gone. Not on this go, 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 gone, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I would so love to have just a go-go movie. Oh, my God. It would be both a high school romance, but then also, like, the bloodiest revenge film you've ever seen. Yeah, it's like nobody wronged her. She's just out murdering people for the yeah. <laughs> just, just for the <laughs> Who moment. wronged you? No. Nobody. She finishes homework. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm just this crazy. She goes out and murders. <laughs> it's time to kill. Yeah. Uh, Nine people on the way to the 7-Eleven and grabs a Slurpee and skips you know, home. Yeah. Oh my god. This sounds great. Let's make yes. it right. Oh! Okay. We'll, we'll start the Indiegogo right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Indiegogo was meant to be! Yes! Indiegogo! Oh, people are listening to us lose our minds in real time. Oh my god. The puns, they've so, begun again. <laughs> you thought you could run and hide. So I guess back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes. a film Whatever. we came here to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, oh God, like... There's so much. Um, do, I guess we can start it like so, like the beginning, wanna, yeah. which we had some discussions about whether that's like boring, necessary. It's super necessary. Yeah, I, I think it, it sets the tone. It, it it feels slow, you know, but it has to kind of set up the the rest of the movie. So there's a reason for it. You have to have the reason why. It's the emotions. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the stakes. And I guess right. we also have to. Uh, know our main character before like we kind of know like where his sass comes from like he's he's young and he's trying to prove something so he's got a chip on his shoulder and like you know the shaolin has to knock the chip chip off before he can be freed and then get ready to kick people in the face right you have to kind of lose that ego and and have respect for for others around you before you can go and kick people's faces off exactly he never forgets his mission, though. You know, I mean, you focus all this time, years, literally years of him mastering all these chambers and then working to defeat the other abbot. And he does not stop. And then all he sticks to sticks to his guns and he's I want another chamber and I want that to be me teaching lay people because that is important. Like we are in our own little temple here, but we can't forget the people out there. So even amongst everything everything that he learns 
He never forgets why he went there in the first place. Well, I like to say the uh, 36 chamber is community service. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, but actually, I think it's sweet, like, because then we know, like, it's almost like he had to mature in himself before he was ever going to be able to, you know, the lesson is you gotta, like, you know, listen and mature before you can, like, actually make a difference in this world. By kicking people in the face. (laughs) And headbutting them in the stomach. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say, it's very Black Panther, like, anti-isolationist. We gotta, we have to share this. Yeah, with, yeah I like that. I like that, yeah. With the people outside our borders. With ass-kicking. I'm sorry. I know yeah, I keep coming with back the, to this. Yes, with kicking in almost, the face. I almost feel like that's the metaphor we have to use sometimes in a movie. It's like, you know, normally this would be like, you know, going out and, like, education and uplifting and stuff. But, like, who wants to see that in a movie? Right. I want to uplift see people you with my kicked foot. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. CM gets it. Yeah. I'm there. You don't I'm need there. to convince me. <laughs> What was your favorite chamber? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, one, all the ones we didn't see, because, like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Right? right. Mystery oh, chambers. Mystery chambers. I don't, I think I have, I think I have a soft spot for the, like, the concussion tunnel. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And the idea that the, the trainer says that usually it takes two years for people to master this, when all it is, is you kind of, like, put your hands on your side or behind your back, and then there's these, all these, like, kind of heavy, almost punching bags full of whatever. Giant sandbags. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, then you have to smack your way through with your head, and then light incense just to make yourself a little more nauseous, and successfully put it in some, like, in front of, like, like a, a statue, while you're, like, tumbling downstairs, and then go back and do it again for two yeah. years. Can we just talk about how most of these chambers were some jigsaw-like bullshit? Like, oh the God. things they made these guys the do. The water. The water yeah. was With the knives. Crazy. If oh. you dropped yeah. your arms, you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's and the, the spinning blade things where oh, you yeah. can go too high or too low. You impale yourself on the or just, stakes. Just that simple thing of the two big giant incense sticks on both sides of his face. Just so he wouldn't turn his head, but only use his eyes. That was 100% saw. The the two yeah. burning yeah. torches at the side of his face. He's like, I told you not to turn. As he's like just trying to make him turn his head. Uh, Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> and, and like sometimes some of the trainers had that little joy. Like, okay, so oh, the yeah. concussion tunnel. The guy oh, yeah. has this long staff with a big silver hand. Literal hand at the yeah, end of it. So I love that thing. He's slap people, but also gently like, like, also tap got, his head and like, it's okay. He, he got buddy. comforting okay. with it. Yeah, like, it's all it's Maybe he buddy. just doesn't it's like touching okay. people. So <laughs> like that's, that's just only a germaphobe. Maybe. Maybe we've never seen him. not big on touching, so that's what he does. He just carries around his extra little, like, extendo hand. It's his emotion stick. Yeah. yeah, I'm disappointed. Sometimes like you need you. a good slap upside the head. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a gentle pat of reassurance. Hey, buddy. He didn't seem like the sort that liked to bend at the waist. As no, as no, 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 no. Though I also love the end of that, like, what gets, like, uh, our, our main character, uh, Santi, kind of like Santa. Yeah. Which is, you know, like, what gets him, like, because he's, like, at a point where he's like, I don't want to do anything. You can tell, like, um, he's, he's tired. He's, he's nauseous because he's just smacked his head on this thing for a while. He tumbled down some stairs. He's knowing. And the trainer's basically like, hey. The next chamber, you get to learn weapons. <laughs> and all of a sudden, his eyes like light up. He's like, I'm going to do fun. Like, you can see, like, he, he got He's reinvigorated. Like, the murdering can begin yeah, soon. Yeah. All I have to do is smack these things with my head a little bit more, and I get to start kicking ass with sticks. I have bounced every part of my body off of everything that's either sharp or blunt <laughs> for two years. I can't wait to get a fucking yeah, the sword. the chamber with the bell. That oh, was yeah. not my favorite, but still, that was oh. rough, where he's just sitting there and he's yeah. and then pulling yeah. up, picking up the weight to smack it, and he has to match the tempo. And then everyone all of a sudden has these, like, like bruised yeah. wrists. I'm like, oh, there I feel like... something that. about that one. You, you could feel it yeah, in yeah, your yeah. wrists <laughs> watching the movie. I was like, wrists oh, are very cute. Yeah. Like, there, there the are burn. sensitive parts. And it's the row of the of each of them that you see. It's not just him. You see every single 
even mm. one of them trying to go through that. <laughs> even when he's doing the best, it still looks like it. Other times when he's at the end, it looks like it's nothing to him. Even at this, like the, like when you tell he's the best, it's still like you can still feel like the weight and the like bong, bong. That's my impersonation of the bell. Bong. <laughs> They really pick up the tempo on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Boom, 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 boom. Ah. Playing blast beats on that thing somehow. I don't know how, but man. You thought this was going to be easy? <laughs> yeah, that, that was my favorite part when the, the Abbott was just like, no, this one's much easier. Don't don't worry. This will be fine. Yeah, it's great. At the beginning. Slander slice. Yeah. Yep. And then it's just a line of 42 people with the most black and blue wrists I've ever seen in my life outside of like a freshman dorm. <laughs> Um. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that went around the Which reminds me. So at RIT, when I was there, oh, I was friends with an RA that was in my grade, and she's like, "The grade below me, like the the room, the the floor below me, they got what they a sex gong." And they all had like, yes, they bought a sex gong and then they decided to each, everyone got to ring it once the first time. She goes, that gong's never being rung again. <laughs> I'm surprised it was rung once. It was just, everyone gets one time and then that's it. Because if you're buying a sex gong, come on. How oh much boy. sex are you having? <laughs> that's fair. So, so romantic. Yeah. Hey, Excuse baby. me, babe. Oh. Hold on. Just got to go to the bathroom and ring the sex gong down yeah, the hallway. Yeah. I just, everyone needs to know what? <laughs> It's the saddest short story. <laughs> Bring sex gong. Sex gong for sale. Never <laughs> used. Never used. <laughs> bravo. Bravo, Matt. Well, well played. That is, that is yeah. <laughs> I nearly popped my monocle. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> what are we talking about again? Oh, uh, there's his chamber. Well, this podcast should just be called Easily Distractable. Yeah. <laughs> With the Ooh, shiny piece. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> uh, we, we occasionally maybe talk about a movie. <laughs> right? Okay. Oh, man. Where All were right. We? Favorite uh, chamber. The, Mine was the Crash the Bandicoot one, hands down. Like, yeah. the vlogs. I mean, it just sets the tone. Mm. You understand that he... I think I laughed so hard because I immediately knew he was going to eat it, but <laughs> he ain't getting dinner. But he, he tried so fervently to dry his clothes to get food. Yeah. And I, I don't know if the song that they played, like the score in the background while he's like frantically drying <laughs> his clothes is very lighthearted and funny. Yeah. And then he just tries to go in there. How dare you think you're going to get food? Go out there yeah. now and you're going to try and eat. Go ahead, eat. And he's just spilling the rice porridge all over. I said, my buddy, we're not going to make it out of this. Uh, Unfortunately, he's never seen a training montage before. He doesn't know this is the beginning. Yes, I'm sorry. And you started with the most difficult one, supposedly. The the one where you don't get to eat unless you do it. It's 10th century China. So, yeah, it it predates Eisenstein by a couple years. So, yeah, there's no montage there. So, yeah, it's just Kangi on a log and, and... I was almost getting hungry though. I'm like, man, man, what if I had to run for my food? I'd be in so trouble. And jump yeah. on a log. Oh god. Yeah. I'm like, no, I guess I guess I I, I guess I die. Yeah. <laughs> I I Definitely. Die. Yeah. Like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Good for you guys. I'm done. I like how he's confused. I'm like, so are there is there more than one dining hall in here that the people who are not practicing kung fu go through? Because he looks so surprised, like he'd never seen it before in his life when he goes to get the food. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that one doesn't have Taco Tuesday. They don't have Taco Tuesday. <laughs> right. So, so you got to go to that one. I, I appreciate his one. like 
I'll fo- I'm gonna figure out every other way except for to actually do this thing to do it. Like first, I'll go down like the teacher's road. Nope. Or I'll just kind of like crawl along here. Nope, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate like you see his brain working because that's still the part of him trying to like skip ahead. Like I, all I want to do because he goes to the first the the 35th chamber like first thing. Yeah, he's, he's like just- I'm just gonna talk to this guy. I'm gonna tell him what my deal is. It's fine. I'm super awesome. <laughs> and he had Dukins that motherfucker out of the way so fast. And they love and they let he him too, which I love. All the teachers mm-hmm. are like, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Have fun. He like pushed me back with his mind. Yeah, weird, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you want to start down at the beginning now or what? Here, I, I will channel 3% of my chi and knock you on your ass. Yeah. Bye. Bye. First rule, humility. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he tries to get down the, the teacher's road to the, the dining yeah. hall. Because it's like, fuck out of here. What are you doing? Yeah. No, look, that's very much his character in the beginning. Oh, like, yeah. he has to get yeah. over that point. And that's why I think we stay with, like, the logs and the rice the longest. Because that's, yeah. the, like, the first lesson he has to learn is, you know what? You kind of got to do it their way. Like, that's just how you have to, like, get out of your own head. You got to do it their way. Even when they make it harder <laughs> for everybody. All the little logs and everyone's <laughs> just falling in. It's like, all these oh, poor yeah. guys aren't eating tonight. <laughs> Are the teachers really hungry? Did they skip lunch? They just want dinner to themselves today. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the teachers' lounge. They just don't want anybody in there. So. Tired of these annoying loud kids in here. It's it's it's, it's like a wizard's. I get it. You know, it's a bunch of like you know, same thing with Hogwarts. Like these stupid kids. Every day I got to Oh, I'm just so sick of it. I'm cut just those, so sick of it. Cut those logs apart so we can eat in peace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why they shift all the stairs in Hogwarts just to keep the kids busy for a while. <laughs> These kids are getting too comfortable. <laughs> Torture them. <laughs> Keep them guessing. Buy Death the comes time, for yeah. us all. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't, haven't Rotate the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Rotate and We haven't had a hot meal in six months. That's, oh, no. Dessert's yeah. all gone. That's weird, kids. Oh. <laughs> Burp. Lose a few. Hey, hey, hey. These kids need to know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Lessons need to be learned. Lessons need That's to right. be learned. When you can get whatever you want right at your fingertips, I mean, yeah. somebody's got to knock you down a peg or two. <laughs> people <laughs> humility <laughs> screw them right. kids if there's anything to learn from this it's humility you think you big you bad man yeah. that's one of the gifts of age <laughs> you, get to, you get to go ah screw you younger people <laughs> i heard everywhere but ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you gotta jump on logs to eat <laughs> oh you don't want to jump on logs here balance on this one with a bowl full of rice yeah. good luck to you <laughs> Man, we're gonna be great old people. Oh, Super it's gonna excited, be awesome. man! I Tell you, Golden wait. Girls teaching the kids it. all the rules. Yeah. Man, what are we talking about? <laughs> say, where were we? Wait, that's the name of our podcast. Where were where we? Were we? <laughs> yeah, the first chamber. Favorite chambers. We're talking about yeah, first uh, chamber. Does yeah. anyone mean, have another there, favorite chamber? There, there's not one dud chamber. They each have their charms. Good, yeah. yeah. I, like yeah, the I, whole idea that the, like there's an hour of the film that's training. But it goes by because you want to like each one is so unique and different. The rhythm's a little different too. Like he's not like we're spending the same amount of time in each one. It kind of speeds up a little because then you get the like the gist of what's going to happen. He's going to be a little bad at it, and then he's going to get real good at it. Yeah. So I think they balance that just the right way so you you get through it without like getting it doesn't get repetitive or boring. It easily could have, and that's oh, kind yeah. of the the nice thing about it. And the amazing thing is you really don't see a hand to hand fight for what and hour and 10 minutes yeah i think in the beginning you get the one which is like the the one rebel and the our like sure. lieutenant bad guy like not the main bad guy but like every movie has like the other bad guy yeah, yeah. the many boss just let us know if these guys are dangerous and they and you know we they that's why like the rebels need kung fu but then yeah we don't see anything else again until like the cl- 
Whatever the chamber is where you get to start touching people. Yeah. And, and even then, it's just sparring. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> the you. after dark chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, they're all there alone. Chamber. It's oh, boy. <laughs> they're all alone nice. up there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the <60s>. Nice. <laughs> it's called the nice chamber. The 69th chamber. Also community. Wink. <laughs> KP, KP, yeah, to I'm the be- fanfics corner. I was gonna say, There's I'm, nothing in there. There's nothing out, in nothing. there. No. I have to miss write- opportunity. So what would we what would we write about? Who would be his his well, boo. it's called the 69th chamber. We've already <laughs> okay. So it's the right, sixth. Okay, we're just gonna write our own this time I because there like, was nothing. I feel like it was it was Santa and like the 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 abbot that he like who's like hey you like who's kind of got like abbot justice was that yes. his name yeah abbot the one who's like hey he's go he's moving too fast and then like he's gotta fight me but like you know usually like why is he why does he care like obviously he's got like you know like hate and passion like come oh, from the yeah. same place so this could easily become a different story. Yeah, I I thought it would be the. The bamboo guy at the end, like Lu Lu Chai or whatever his name is. Oh right? yeah, ah. I, I don't know something about their their antagonistic. Not like that. Like, that's like more of a teacher like, student. But like, let me show you. Okay, you know what? We got a couple I'll of show you the way. We got two already. So <laughs> oh, I'm gonna... so happy. I don't want the blacksmith in one. Love triangle. Twenty five thousand carry. <laughs> Twenty five thousand words. <laughs> uh, I'm just disappointed in the kids that we don't have. Actually, they're probably our stories. They just it was in 1978. Yeah. So yeah. you know. We wrote our so own. We yes. are going to bring it back into their consciousness. So yeah, the, the fan fiction is going to sprout up now. <laughs> Somebody probably check the has something written yeah. about it. Check your parents' drawers. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's dangerous. They'll find the 69th chamber for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, we all got to grow up sometime. <laughs> I'll take the counterpoint and say the Wu-Tang Clan is pretty much all the, food, uh, the fan fiction we need for That's fair. That is a good that's point. Right. That's a good point. I mean, it, it's a little less, you know... Well, you know, that's what, you know what we all uh, but yeah, we all find our different way in fanfic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot more face kicking, I think, in the Wu Tang. Yeah. Which I can't, I can't be upset with. Which how do you get mad at that? Yeah, face kissing, face kicking. Yeah, all the fa- faces, the faces. <laughs> now kiss. That's my that's my fanfic. It, it, it's very classy. It's very sophisticated. It's kiss. Jam their faces together. <laughs> and scene. And scene. They're together. They're together. Tagged as a slow burn. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you found something. Oh, and you're all going yeah, on an editing that's what I floor. Was happening too. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just talking shit about you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we got all excited. No, no like, I went searching and couldn't find anything. Damn. No, there wasn't. I looked. Yeah, now there wasn't. I'm sure. Disease. Thanks, everybody. If oh. anybody knows, if there's any. 36 Chamber of Shaolin, like fanfic, like in the, the, on the dark web. Send it yes. to K double P, <laughs> the word double, at twitter.com. <laughs> Blow up her Twitter, please. Oh, yeah, Slide please into my do. DMs. <laughs> you know what? Open it up. Anything Gordon Liu. Yeah, let's do this. <gasps> You're not oh, there's definitely got to be some Kill Bill fanfic and some Blade Runner. I then think. I can find easy peasy lemon oh. squeezy. But. Blade Runner, to be sure. Oh, yeah. No Do question. we want it? Is the million question. <laughs> That's a hard no. Not being on a podcast has never stopped me from people hearing my opinions. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's Can't true. stop. Won't stop. <laughs> She's not even in the room. I don't even know how this is happening. <laughs> Somehow via Skype. <laughs> <laughs> she was controlling the lights the whole time. Exactly. Ah. Oh, it was Aaron. Oh, it was a twist. <laughs> okay, there is between. <laughs> 
on fanfic.net between Blade and Blades of Glory, we have Blade Runner. So. <laughs> I kind of want to click Blades on Blades of Glory. Yeah, I kind of want to click on that instead. I got stuck on too. I mean, I feel like I know what it is already. Like, it's almost what the movie is kind of... But we went down a real real, real weird <laughs> oh, road. This this top one here is Friendship and Poetry. It's a poem. Jimmy Jimmy's point of view during him and Chaz's last performance. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. It's 333 words. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, How? <laughs> yeah, we're all just bummed out. Beautiful, <laughs> elegant, with textbook precision and execution. Oh. Not sex on ice, not fierce for lack of a better oh, word. No, this is genuine. Wild, like my ex-rival. What is he doing? All caps. We oh. had not practiced this, but for Katie, I'll damn well try. Oh, it's a whole thing. Oh my this god, is it is fuck. a genuine poem it's about a poem. that scene. No, it's even blocked like a poem. Aww. Hey, the kids are all right. Good job, whoever did that. Because that was obviously a passion project. And that you was 2016. It. Good for you. Wow, that's actually a little later on than I would expect yeah. that to be. Holy Psst. crap. You okay, can take I, 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 I swear. Because, <laughs> you know, it touched me in my heart. Costing darn. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Cricket. 2016. That means somebody watched that movie in the last three years and was inspired, or yeah. has been thinking about it that long. And oh, finally, yeah, that's possible. That's how art happens. Sometimes. Could you imagine? Like it's just been boiling over in yes. you for what year did that come out? 2010, 2011. There was a bunch of fic from 2012. It looked like that, that's a that's a good indicator. That. <laughs> when, yeah, when the fic start? It. When that faucet turn on? Yeah. Now it is but a dribble. Who would have ever thought? Okay, 2007 that movie yeah. came out. Jesus. Oh, wow. Wait, so why, what was happening later? in 2012? <laughs> was it Resurgence. Yo, it was the Olympics, wasn't it? Oh, you think so? Oh, maybe. Was there a Winter Olympics in 2012? I like that. I hope that's the answer because that yes. makes sense and comforts me. I could look it up, but it I'm not going to. Oh, oh okay. damn. So it would have been a Summer Olympics in 2012. Hmm. I, Isn't that ice? Hmm. hmm. I'm going to be thinking about this tonight. Like, why? Why 2012? This hey. is strange. Uh, you thinker. know what? I'm glad there's mystery in the world. Was it Was it, <laughs> Was it? it 20 years ago today that Twin Peaks started? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So this well, feels it like... It would have been 30. 30. Oh, 30. oh, no, don't tell. Right? Just let me just say... Let me just say 20. it's 2020. God, just so let me say... Oh, God, it's probably 30. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Then this is the day for mysteries. Because that, that was my mom's favorite TV show, and I cannot understand that. Because my mom couldn't tell the difference between anybody in the cast of The Usual Suspects. The movie where everyone is very clearly, like, built differently? My mother couldn't tell the difference between Kevin Pollack and Benicio Del Toro. Wow! Wow. That is some, yeah. Wow. You know, I really wonder how she experienced Twin Peaks. Because it was different than <laughs> I did, and I like that. Right? I'm dying to know, because her favorite show before that was, like, Falcon Crest. <laughs> Maybe she thought Twin Peaks was, like, a one-man show. Could you imagine? Like, it was just Kyle MacLachlan doing everybody. I'm dying to know. Doing everybody. I know I can check fanfic for that. Nice. That was the showgirl. Somewhere she has no, the No, I stay away book. from that. I think I've looked before, to be Don't honest. Do it. Just the Yikes. pool scene alone. Listen. Oh, man, we went real far afield oh, wait, this time. I meant to tell you all, because I just found out this week. So I'm going to AwesomeCon <clears throat> in D.C., and Elizabeth Berkeley will be there. <gasps> She will be there. Give her our love. Hell yes, send her love. Right. Please. <laughs> Just oh, yell yes. at her. Ma'am, we all love you! <laughs> you don't know me, but I know you! <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's really creepy. <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Do Not at a con. No. Never, never They're listen pretty to good me. there. From <laughs> never listen to me. 
<laughs> you could tell her the story about how we handed out what was it a dozen copies of her movie at, at the documentary screen she'd appreciate that i feel like yeah, or for me sure. with wearing a giant eyeball handing out i think eventually two two yes. <laughs> i stayed i was like no i can't take it off once i'm in the eyeball i'm the eyeball you're in character uh, you're everyone committed. look away from me when i take it off everyone look away <laughs> it's a process hi hi, hi i'm megan oh did i miss the eyeball on oh, shucks I'm, I'm, I'm never gonna get those photos for the paper I feel like you missed out on your career as the, like, the mascot at the, the theme park. Oh, man. Well, I'm short enough that I could probably do Mickey and Minnie, so that's pretty good. That is a confirmation. Yeah, it's all short college girls. Yeah? Yeah, because you got to be certain, like, you got to be short enough yeah. to be able to then, like, Put the still be short with still, the head. Yeah. Yep. I never really thought about that. So Yeah, Aaron told taller. me, I was like, oh, my God. Hmm. And that's like like a good chunk of the characters are about that height. Mm-hmm. So there's just like a bumper crop of five foot three college girls yeah, wandering around in right. these Mickey Mouse outfits. Damn All right. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like don't cross them because they're probably at their limits. Yeah. Donald, I'm too short Minnie. to be a princess. The hell with y'all. <laughs> just, <laughs> Got kids holding on to my, my big honking nose. And you know, you can take a kid out with that. You mm-hmm. turn your head too quick. Boom. Call and tall college dudes as goofy and far. Pluto. This makes sense. Pluto yeah. is the same people who would be in Minnie and Mickey. Really? Yes. Huh. Pluto's short? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting no, like, we're so... No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying Wait, to solve Pluto this Pluto doesn't walk on two legs. They, they, God, if they I made think... those poor kids... Yeah, I'm but no, so... now I'm like freaking out because I'm thinking of Pluto walking on two legs and I'm having an existential yeah, crisis. Yeah, but they have them on two... <laughs> I was going to say, the cops, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah on he's, he's on no. two legs at the parks. No. All the time. All no. Sometimes behind you. Always And this is the revenge for Knives Out. It is the beginning of the yeah, revenge for Knives Out. Here we go. This is the amuse bouche of revenge. Here's the fucked up thing about that: the the Pluto standing up versus Goofy situation is that they're both dogs, and now they're both on they're they're both bipedal. Yeah. Well, it's Pluto getting like learning. So I'm like, hey, wait a second. This is Pluto's evolution. Like it's he, Animal Farm. His awakening. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Some are more about. Oh my god! It's just like written across the castle. Pluto's gonna take over Toontown in like six months. Toontown's gone. No! Well, it, it's World. already happened. It's already happened. <laughs> right? Yeah, sorry, man. Say so Disneyland still has it though. Yeah, Disneyland can have it. What they do? Replace it with Star Wars or cars? Uh, no, they they double the size of Fantasyland. Oh. Little Mermaid ride. Yeah. Oh. So Erin's fine with that. She's like, Toontown can freaking go. So long. Farewell. Wish I could be. Be. <laughs> no, you get to go to oh, Gaston's so Pub. Oh, no, it's so amazing. There's there's antlers in all the decorating there. They did it. They made it real. Oh no, that's a hard pass for me. <laughs> no, don't go in there. No, don't go in there. They serve don't nothing but raw there. eggs. No. I w- that's all you that's get. the one thing I feel like they really could have like committed, but apparently about food that people are gonna consume and buy. Cowards. Cowards. Because I know I try at least once. Like I'm living my life. This is stupid. It's nice. <laughs> it's 90 degrees. What the fuck is this podcast? Mayhem. <laughs> Let's go on Dumbo already. Can you believe we started talking about like one of the most revered kung fu movies of all time? And now we're talking about drinking raw eggs in 90 degree weather. <laughs> I, actually, you know what? That's training. We are back on track. God what, damn it. Isn't that yes. the most training thing? Is like full circle. Yeah. Raw I'm surprised they didn't have any raw eggs in this. Yeah, well, Rocky Rocky would have been concurrent, wouldn't it? Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it did yeah. more of the whole like I guess we'll I guess we'll do a little montage. Whatever. Could have committed. Four hour Rocky movie. 
<laughs> real, real, like real time training. Yeah. Because Lao Kar Lung does not fuck around. Yeah. That's why he wants you to know. Oh, well, we'll just imagine that other version in my head. Oh, look at it. He's punching all the meat all the time. <laughs> he goes up those stairs like 10 times and he trips nine of them. But the 10th, he makes be. it. It's just a, a montage of, of <laughs> Sylvester Stallone just eating it on the stairs. <laughs> just totally, yeah. <laughs> da da whap. And the song never finishes until he reaches the top. So it does it stop? Whap. Like come to like a like yeah. a record scratch? Yeah, exactly. It starts over yeah. again. But <laughs> And I want like the corny loud sound effect. Yeah, because like literally I love the sound effects and uh oh what we were talking about. <laughs> I know I helped us drive that train right off the cliff, but Meanwhile, in the 36 Chambers of Shaolin. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Oh, Lord. Like the sound of the water in the beginning. Or I'm yeah. like, how did they do all this? Like, I want to know what made those noises. Like, I think there's a part where he's fighting. Is it with the nunchucks versus the sword? But it sounds like a sword hitting a sword. And I'm like, who made this editing choice? Mm-hmm. That's because it sounded cooler than sword yeah. hitting <laughs> bamboo. Yeah. Like, that, that's really I, I think a lot of it is just what's going to sound the coolest and what's yeah. going to look oh, the yeah. coolest and I am all on board for that yeah Ooh, about the whole beginning the beginning's great where it's like basically this like mini like like training fight thing as the credits are going yep it's awesome like bright yellow like like words going by and it's just like Gordon Lyle like wham wham he's got the rings on and then he's fighting water and then yeah. at the end he's like on Mars I think because it's all red <laughs> So and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm ready. That's a total Lao Kar Lung thing. Like yeah, every movie nice. that he directs, I don't want to say every, but the majority of his Kung Fu movies, he starts them with these like fight scenes that are just in these bare rooms. And a lot of them will act out the entire plot of the movie before you get in there, but with two people. So it's usually like Gordon Liu and somebody else. And they're going through the entire plot, but just as this like fight scene cliff note thing. Like an appetizer. Yeah, exactly. Or for a reference that's going to be really weird. So there's a Gene Kelly movie on the town. Mm-hmm. That's Gene Kelly and um, uh, Frank Sinatra. Yes, right. Right. So anyway, uh, about like halfway through that movie, there is a dance sequence with Gene Kelly that is a recap of everything that has happened in the movie so far, but like kind of like a ballet. So just like that. Exactly. But you know, with more face kicking. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I find interesting about it is because there's so much. Uh, let's get deep again i guess yeah but like there, there's so many parallels between those gene kelly movies and the lao kar Lung movies because if you watch the way the dance moves work and if you watch the way the the martial arts are being performed it's the exact same thing wait well, yeah, choreography you can, it's yeah. exactly it because yeah. that's where he started he was doing the um the oh. fight choreography for shaw brothers films right? right yeah he had a partnership with oh gosh i forgot his name now anyway but he was doing fight choreography and then kind of segued into this and the style of kung fu that he's doing is called hung gao or hungar and the whole thing was it is an ancient martial art that was supposed to be more uh flamboyant like it's supposed to be very showy in that because that's how you were recruiting people to be in the rebel armies is by doing this cool shit you're just like look at this cool stuff don't you want to do this cool stuff which right. is a great recruit recruiting tr- tool and then that also means more cinematic exactly so that that was kind of the way it went so like this style was originally practiced like 
people would go from town to town doing the the hungar to recruit people into the rebel army because look at this cool shit and then he's like well yeah this is just the evolution of that so like gordon Liu, lungkar lao's dad trained gordon Liu and lao kar long together like oh, okay that's why they kind of like brought him into the family yeah nice. so because there's two brothers there was the dad and then the two brothers and the his brother is actually in the movie as one of the commanders and then Gordon Liu, people are like, oh, yeah, it's the his stepbrother or whatever. But, yeah, he just kind of got pulled into the family. Hey, but, listen, listen, your, your, your stepbrother, is just he's going to be the star. You can be in the movie, bro. You can be in the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe you don't have, like, it's fine. You just don't have that star quality. It's fine. Just look at this <laughs> quiet intensity, okay? Yeah, like, listen, you can't compete against Try that. Try and meet like, that. I see yeah. you looking in the mirror. <laughs> mm, he's, like, trying to do that. Mm, no, I'm sorry, pale. But that's what trips me out about Gordon Liu is that he's got that intensity, but at the same time, he can be a complete goofball mm. three seconds later. And, and there's just so much depth to him as a, an actor. Oh, yeah. Even and, though, like, like, you're watching him at first, you're like, you know, this he's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, and you want him to grow up, but you're still, you still, there's still enough charisma there that you, you want to watch him, like, grow up and succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's kind of like the keystone of, of this movie and every other movie I've seen of his is that, like... No matter what he's doing, no matter what a dick he is or whatever else, you're always cheering for him in one way or another. And if that's not star quality. Right. What is? Yeah. You can be a dick and you still get cheered for. He looks completely different in damn near every movie. You know, sometimes shaved head, sometimes not. Sometimes he's got a real rocking mustache, sometimes not. Does sometimes he wear a bad wig like he did at the beginning of this movie? I mean, Because I brought it up before we started recording, but the wig game in this (laughs) film needed some work. It was a little rough. Yeah, I like the costumes. I did. We had some Raidens. We we had, yeah. a, but the the wig game. I was like, what is happening here? And that the the whole thing with with Shaw Brothers is they were trying to do that whole production quality thing. So everything had like really cool looking costumes and everything else. Because when you were going, you were going to see this show. Yeah, the wigs were kind of suspect and. <laughs> The hairline, don't believe man. Your it's the hairline. It's Makeup the hairline. might have been a little off at times, but yeah, I guess you know what. Sometimes, like you know, you only have so much time and money, and something's gonna go on the wayside. Sometimes, you know, it's it's it is it's, it's hairline there. You know? Yeah, but like you know, it doesn't matter. Feet and feet and face. Boom. Right. Gonna kick that wig off anyway. Oh my god! Imagine they were kicking wigs off. Oh, there's got to be one. There's got to be one. Right. But of course, it's not a wig, so it'd be actually like kicking some guy's hair the off. Scalp off. Oh my god! Okay, I'm sure it exists, and I'm gonna find so it. So slide into Megan's DMs <laughs> That's right. if you know. At why not? Give me all the de- all the clips of people's wigs being kicked off, but only if it's supposed to be their actual hair. Very important specification. Very specific. Yeah. Very specific. I don't have time for just wigs being snatched. That's a whole nother genre, and I appreciate it, but that's not yeah. what I'm looking for. Not right now. Right. And also, I don't mean metaphorical. I mean actual, like. Show someone's hair getting kicked off. So to that point, like one of the things that really made me laugh when I was doing the research, it was Chang Che, who was was, that was the name I was searching for an hour ago or however long that was. But there was a whole conversation with um, Lau Kar Long about their partnership and like how things worked. And he was like, yeah, you know, he taught me that whenever there's a fight, the hero needs to keep getting up. You know, even if he's disemboweled, he needs to like get back up and fight because that's what the the audience kind of wants to see. Like that's the exciting piece. And this is my, my favorite quote of the whole thing. And this kind of encapsulates 
the Chang Che and Lao Kar Long. Uh, and disemboweled man, even with his guts out, can still move, can he? Yeah, yeah. And then he added, anyway, the bloodier it gets, the better. <laughs> Listen, you just take the intestines, you wrap them around your neck so they're out of your way, and you get the fists fighting. Right. Well, I think of his end of the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man always gets up, right? Hex- exactly. Hex, yeah. Hex, mm-hmm. yeah. Miles could go through all those chambers so quick. I believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. The head one would probably give him trouble. I feel well, like he's, he's just, young. He's got to build his neck yeah. up. He's fine, though. It might take him a little longer, but, you yeah. know. Maybe not two years. Maybe like, he's a couple still more. developing. Maybe, like, wait till he's out of college. Yeah. I'm just thinking, all these poor Shaolin monks have CTE, and nobody knows. Oh, yes. my God. They're all, that's why they're all, like, by the time you reach that 35th chamber, they're all, like, just barely functioning. <laughs> they're just sitting very still, and this, the most they can do is just channel yeah. their chi at somebody, because they can't move. And they think they're saying real deep stuff, but it's just words that the other ones are oh, no, I don't like how we made this sad. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But the first 35th chamber is just gronk. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> You're all right over there? <laughs> I'm just cackling, I guess. <laughs> but, like, soft and sad cackle. A scrackle? Scrackle. Scrackle? <laughs> scrackle, an anomaly original. <laughs> it sounds a little like a dying bird. A little bit. But one that refuses to give up. It gets up. Yeah, yep. <laughs> the again. I just turned to the croning. Oh no! <laughs> so, what else do we want to say about thirty-six chambers before we? we, we <laughs> I just realized because when you had it queued up before we started, that the last fight. I mean, he reuses everything when he goes back that yeah. he learned, and they make it very clear that he's reusing what he learned. They're like, you see him walking on this narrow pole. You see him headbutting the final boss and then like that's the last thing and then it just cuts which to me is interesting because you know he defeated him but that wasn't i don't know when when you watch a action film that's not normally how the final yeah he beats the final boss you're gonna to, see yeah. like the guy's head get kicked off or something yeah. it's gonna yeah. be like a very yeah, final he, the bad guy's not laid out at the end but someone's like you know i wonder here's the thing i wonder if it was like more of this idea of like maybe he's becoming more buddhist like, technically, he should be killing it all. Right. But, like, maybe part of it was, like, you don't need to see that anymore because he wouldn't need to see that anymore. And they wanted to end on the, like, education. I feel like that's probably it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. that's the more important thing is that now he's teaching the 36th chamber. And now these he's wacky guys. Yeah. These kids. Yeah, that's, these that's kids. That's really important. Yeah. yeah. He's all grown now. Yeah. Now yeah. he can mess with kids of his own. And isn't that what life's about? Absolutely. Getting old We're enough to mess up with other people. <laughs> yeah. Full <laughs> circle on that one. today. <laughs> Trying to teach these kids a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so the, this has been a bit of a roller coaster for, for 36 Chambers. I feel like we went through 36 Chambers tonight. Uh, yeah. It's so inspiring. Yeah, it's yeah. so inspiring. It, like, it's, it is like we kept moving through. My God, you're right. We had we had head injuries. We were like stabbed in the side a little. <laughs> yeah. We wanted some rice and we couldn't get it. And I like this. This is great. I, I think this is a good encapsulation of the movie. Yeah. I think we kind of went on our own journey of our own here. And yeah, now now we just have to ask the Abbott for permission to graduate and, and we can move on. Oh my God. Anomaly is our 36th chamber. That's right. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, oh shit. So profound. <laughs> Trying to keep it together so I don't say anything some stupid shit after. <laughs> 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 Harsh. <laughs> <sighs> but fair. 
So I, I guess with that, we'll wrap it up. Um, this has been Anomaly Presents. Um, we've talked about all this stuff because we have a film festival coming up. I mean, we talked about all this stuff because we really enjoy this movie and we want you to join us in, in, in enjoying movies. But we also have a film festival coming up where you can enjoy movies with us in person. It's uh, November 12th to the 15th. Is that correct? That's correct. Excellent. At the Cinema Theater in Rochester, New York. Uh, come join us. Passes are on sale now. Uh, AnomalyFilmFest.com. All the social medias at Anomaly Film Fest. Um, what more can I say than it's going to be, you know, kick your face off good like yes i mean that that's all you need to hear maybe we can kick some wigs let's oh, kick some what? fucking wigs oh okay kick some wigs practice your high kicks bring a wig we will kick it off your face goddamn right i'm sign, practicing sign a waiver first i'm gonna say yes wa- please off. sign the waiver <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll kick those wigs off aaron write that up it's done it's right it's going on the clipboard wait wig kicking wig kicking and waivers <laughs> So, yeah, please join us. It's AnomalyFilmFest.com, all the socials. You can uh, find us. I mean, you found our podcast. Please, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I feel like I never say that, but it would help if you do that to get a lot more ears on the podcast and get a lot more people at at the show with us and with you. Uh, We hope to see you there, and uh, we'll join you again in a couple weeks. Um, Theoretically, I think we're doing Verotic. Oh, yeah, let's, you know, here's the thing. I don't think that we're ever going to know until we do it. Like, we won't know until the day that all of a sudden, like, we're both sitting down it's and happening. like, are we watching? Oh, crap, it happened. We got verotic. We're, we're going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it shall be witnessed. It will be a surprise to all of us if that's what the next podcast is. But stay tuned. Yeah. Anomaly loves you. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to NominateMeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.